Good morning, Richard here, Money Traders. Welcome to this issue of the podcast. Topic of today, dying to know. So if you've been following me online for any length of time, you will know that we are partway through the dying to know workshops. Now these workshops are designed to help you in help you plan for the last five or ten years of life making sure that you've got the right things in place making sure that you've got all your ducks in a row as they say but also to try and make sure that you make some plans in order to potentially reduce the amount of tax liability to look at issues around care fees planning and also to make sure that there is sufficient information and access to the data that is needed in order to deal with things like probate. So it could, we're kind of sort of nudging you towards making sure your wills are okay and that everything else is in place that we need. Your dependents are going to need in order to wind your estate up. And we finished the day with a, uh, a rehearsal which is where uh, we sit down and we ask all of the attendees to start to work through all of the things they need to have in place in order to have an orderly wind-up of their estate. So we start off by looking at where the wills are, where the wills are uh, stored, whether or not they've been signed, whether or not you need to make any changes to beneficiaries or donations or gifts you want to make, and then about the residue, the rest of the estate, where do you want that to end up? Is that still, does that still fit? Are the beneficiaries still alive? Because it could have been years before you looked at that. And then we move on to, through the rehearsal process where, you know, we're encouraging you to sit down and have a conversation with your loved ones to know exactly where the deeds to the house are, what pensions are in place, what bank accounts, what investments, to work through all of this stuff so there is a cohesive plan. We then, of course, need to consider um, what happens as part of the probate process and what your options are there. Because if you know in advance what information is required, it makes it far easier to be able to deal with the, uh, the process after death. So with that in mind, what I want to do with you is to walk through some of my notes so that uh, there's a notes from the event so that you can consider exactly what it is you need to be doing and to start to fill in some of those blanks that you may have. So the whole idea of probate is a, a legal process of administering an estate of a deceased person to resolve any issues around extending debt and also to distribute the assets and property to beneficiaries that are named in the will. If there's no will, then the deceased person's next of kin according to the law i would say that it's actually a slightly different different to that in that i believe the probate application the sole purpose of the probate office is to make sure that any tax that is due to be collected is indeed collected and that is uh, the primary purpose from the government's point of view um, of the probate office which is part of the court service it's part of hm um, uh, HM revenue, HM court service uh, system and processes is effectively a government department. It is not effectively, it is a government department. 
So before COVID and before they changed the system, there was uh, we had local local probate offices where we could get all the information together, pop down and sit in front of a probate officer and work through the case. And they would then uh, sit in the back office and decide whether or not it was going to be approved, whether the will was valid, whether the application was submitted in the right way, whether or not there was any bits of information missing. But now that's all done either online or offline by a central department. So you need to be creating or uh, filling in what they call the PA1 form, which is available um, from a straightforward search. And then I would suggest that you use some software like Microsoft Lens or Google Drive for creating PDF and scanning some of the information you will need in order to have a digital version of, of, a, of a paper file so that you can refer to it quite easily if you've got any questions or queries. Information you'll need uh, in order to complete the, pro the PA1 form is a death certificate. You'll need the last will. You'll need details of any providers, suppliers, uh, insurance policy details, pension details, etc., etc. Copies of bank statements. Uh, I've got some templated letters available in order for you to write out to these connected parties in order to get up-to-date figures and up-to-date information. You'll need information from land registry in relation to property uh, and also a copy of the deeds. And um, there's a link to the forms uh, on the Money Trainer's site. So uh, the two forms you're going to need is what they call a, the, the PA1 form and then the IHT 400 form, which is the form we require in order to submit an application to the revenue in relation to the inheritance tax liability. You'll also need to find... Um, uh, the power of attorney documents if a power, a power of attorney is in place and these need to be returned uh, as a legal requirement of the public guardian office and uh, if I've not mentioned it before you'll need a spreadsheet or a notebook dedicated for the job of collating this information original will is required um, that is a requirement of the private office if you have a copy um, or you don't have the original document then uh, there are some extra hoops to jump through so, we need to identify the value of any gifts made in the last seven years, identify the last wishes, identify the beneficiaries, identify any assets, and also work out what, whether these, any of these assets are exempt from tax, pensions, life assurance plans, some written in trust, may of course be exempt from any liability. If the overall estate, once you've added all the figures up, is less than £5,000, there isn't much to do. It's quite a straightforward process. But if there is a, a value of the estate is over £325,000, uh, that's for an individual. Uh, for if you're dealing with two applications, then that's obviously doubled. But there still needs to be individual probate applications done for um, uh, both partners, if mum and dad or, or, or both civil partners have died. And then you've got additional allowances in relation to main residence allowances, which boost the value of the estate before you hit the inheritance tax liability. On that note, you've got six months from the date of death to pay the tax or interest starts being added to the loan. And this can cause a bit of a problem uh, along the way uh, because obviously the revenue want to make sure that any tax that's due is collected bear in mind this is all dealt with at date of death so this is that's it in a nutshell the probate process is about collecting the information that you 
need in order to make sure that the correct amount of tax is paid. And then once you have the grant of probate or the letters of administration, depending on um, how you apply for the grant of probate, depends on what you get, you can then start to administer the estate accordingly. So it's not particularly complicated, but it is a paper chase. And so uh, you need someone with fairly broad shoulders and you need to be able to look at this from an administrative point of view. You need to be able to shift a bit of paper if you're going to deal with probate on behalf of um, a loved one. But it's not a particularly complicated process and it's not particularly complicated, not, not particularly um, necessary for you to appoint a solicitor or a third party. Uh, I do some probate applications or done with you, so I help my clients through the process, but it's the, um, uh, well, I'm not a solicitor or, or an accountant, so although I'm a financial advisor. Um, so I can certainly help you with some of the, some of the documentation, but say if you're fairly used to uh, doing a passport application, for example, or doing uh, a self-assessment tax return, then the probate form should not cause any major concerns for you. And indeed, the court service is fairly helpful. Certainly, the HMRC are fairly helpful in terms of helping you calculate the figures correctly. So that's it in a nutshell. This is uh, uh, the the podcast about probate, if you like, and letting you know that it's relatively straightforward and easy to do. If you've got any questions or queries, please get in touch through Money Trainers. Uh, You can subscribe on the front of the site or you can leave a review where you found this podcast. I hope you found this helpful. And of course, I look forward to speaking to you at some point in the future. Mm -hmm.